Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, what up, what up? What's going on? It's Frequency, producer extraordinaire. You're checking out the mixtape with my man Six Cents and Mick Boogie. Let's go for it. Why does it seem so Yeah. It's your boy Success. Let's go. Uh, yeah, you know what it is. From the moment you come over the bridge, and I'ma show you some shit. Eight million roaming the strip, and I hope you ain't alone in the crib. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, it is New York HR. Oh man, what an incredible time to be living. Craziness, New York, the epicenter of uh, coronavirus. Uh, good news is we here at New York Radio, New York Podcast, we are okay. We are living and, and grateful for our situation right now. I, I'm excited. We, um, we kind of put a pause a little bit podcast in the first. Um, but we have some incredible guests today. We are going to call BS. And you know what? We're going to keep the edge, even though during these challenging times, because we want to entertain our fellow HR and and training and development leaders. Um, We're going to call BS on leadership training and development. And I do really awesome people. First of all, Christine Tao, who's the co-founder and CEO of Sounding Board. Hey, Christine, how are you today? I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Great, great to have you. And we have Lori. Uh, Mason, uh, and Lori is the co-founder also and president chief coaching officer of Sounding Board. Lori, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Anthony. Awesome. Awesome. I'm excited about this one. I, um, in my practice as an HR leader, learning and development, particularly, particularly around leadership, has always been a challenge for me. I've been doing this, and by the way, you know, we're on a podcast, so good thing you can't see this ugly mug, but I have a lot of gray hair, so I've been around for a while. Uh, And I've been trying to do leadership training for a long time. Like, we're talking about, you know, when people actually used to come into the office and teach leadership training, and then there were CD-ROMs, by the way, for all you Gen Z, millennials, CD-ROMs before the Internet. Um, and it's never really worked. You know, if you look at Gallup polls and leadership and, and engagement surveys, we continue to struggle around leadership, and especially leadership and training. So I'm excited to introduce my, my two. I'm going to call them co-hosts today, not guests. You're guys, you're you're my co-hosts. I want to I want to talk through. Um, what? Tell me a little bit about you know. Let's talk about sounding board first. Let's start there, and then we'll we'll end it with sounding board again, so people know where where to find you. But tell me a little bit maybe about sounding board and what you folks are doing, and then uh, you know maybe Christine, you could start off, and Lori, you you can jump in. Leadership and and uh, training and development that's been so challenging, and and why do you think sounding board or at least your philosophy uh, solves some of those things? Yeah, no, I mean, I think um, 
Well, one, Anthony, you shouldn't feel bad because we just joke around that Lori's been around the block as well. And so, and, and myself as well, having been in the industry over 15 years. So I not only remember CD-ROMs, I also remember cassette tapes, although I don't know if those are used in training. <laughs> great, uh, great, great. I appreciate but, you supporting me. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, look, I think um, maybe it'd be helpful just to share with folks what Sounding Board is. So um, Sounding Board is a venture-backed startup based in Silicon Valley, and Lori and I are really proud to be part of the less than 3% of startups that are sole fee-founded that have gotten venture backing. Um, and our mission is really around bringing a much more personalized to leaders at scale by using technology to really drive that experience. And so you know, what do we mean by all of that? You know, what our solution really is, is a combination of human connection through amazing one-on-one -on -one executive coaches that Lori can talk a bit more about how we find that talent. And we combine that with a software solution that allows us to deliver that development completely virtually. So, you know, very apropos for these times. Um, and we do that in a way that's data-driven, um, it's outcome-oriented, and on demand so you can reach your coach and get that development anytime. Um, and I think the last thing I'll say is that I'm totally with you and I know Lori has got some stories to share having been in training herself, um, that the reason that we really believe in this model is that it's one that is for leadership particularly, it's something that's very challenging to just sit back and learn in a traditional classroom model. And so being able to really deliver that in a way that allows really quick transfer of learning from, you know, a framework or an idea into an application is really why we think that the model of coaching is so powerful for leadership development. So, you know, one of the, and I think we lost Lori there, we're going to bring her back in, but um, so why you, like, this, you, you talk about sounding board being the future of work or at least leadership and development and training for the future of work. Talk to me, like, what is it, you know, we're, I, I ask you this all the time, HR folks, they're smart people. Um, what is it about learning and development as it exists today? So why is it, are we still seeing, you know, uh, 12 uh, leadership continues to be a challenge, right? People are still leaving. Um, engagement numbers are low across the board now, given obviously our current situation. It's so much more important to have strong leadership always, but even during our current situation with coronavirus and working from home, why do you think it's not working as it's designed today? Yeah, I mean, um, I'm sure Lori will have some thoughts to share if she's back. Um, if not, I can go ahead. Lori, are you there? Yeah, would you mind? Yeah, I think she dropped off again. Okay. Sorry. We're breaking, no worries. We're breaking the internet today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think it's actually a really simple um, sort of thought why it hasn't been as effective as we'd all really like it to be and actually companies need it to be. And I think that too often people think about learning as a separate event, right? Something you go do sort of off to the side, you know, when you're not doing your quote-unquote job. And yet we know, you know, the world can change overnight, as we've seen. 
and that especially as it pertains to soft skills or leadership skills, most effective way to actually drive real behavior change is to be able to really iterate and practice those behaviors in mind as they are being needed or called upon from your job, right? So being able to really integrate learning into the job or thinking about it as a separate event or activity, I think is one of the big shifts we're going to see. I, I love that, and I think um, I think it's a critical piece of of what Sounding Board does. So, in in full transparency, Sounding Board and I were you know were talking about uh, before this entire scenario happened about working together, and I'm again still looking at working with with the team there. Um, to me, it's like I talk about this thing. I don't know if you're familiar with Grammarly. I, I reference yes. this a lot, by the yes. way. Yes. So yes. Grammarly is a tool for those folks that don't know. So I'm a middle-class kid from New York, by the way. Shout out to Maya over at Cali. She loves when I say I'm a middle-class kid from New York. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I need help with, with writing. Writing is not a skill set um, that, that is just I'm, I'm really great at. I'm just not good at it. And so Grammarly is a plug-in that allows me to have literally my English teacher from high school sit over my shoulder and correct me as I'm typing in an email or in a Google doc or whatever, or in in Microsoft. Uh, And what happens is I'm learning as I'm getting corrected. And that's what I love about sounding board and why I think, you know, the old fashioned way of someone come in for a session, whether it's a full day or three days. And by the way, no one really can go away from the office for three days anymore. Uh, if That's you right. that luxury, please, please tell me how you do that. Um, so <laughs> the idea of in the moment learning, it's so powerful. Josh Burson talks in the work. I think we have Lori. Lori. I'm, I'm here. If you can hear me. We uh, can. Yeah, awesome. So okay. We're, we're, Sorry. I don't know. I got knocked off there in the crush of internet use, I guess. <laughs> it said we're breaking the internet, but Lori, the idea is like, you know, why is it, in terms of your vision of future of work, why is Sounding Board thinking about this differently? And I think Christine was, was potentially throwing it off to you uh, for some comments. What are your thoughts on that? Like, oh, yeah. Board yep. philosophy or I methodology? Mean, yeah, you hit one of the topics, which is real time. So you get, you're able to get real time feedback. You're able to um, work in your current work issues. So one of the reasons training doesn't work, and by the way, I was in training for a long time, is that it's just generalized. It doesn't accommodate your specific work environment, your specific leadership style, your specific team. So this coaching approach to leadership development lets everything be very personalized and fit right into your current environment with your current situation. Yeah, so I I completely agree. And and so why – and we're going to dive into how Sounding Board is solving for that, right? You're going to talk a little bit about that because I think it's one of the more interesting – um, services and, and features, if you will, that, that you folks offer. But I'm going to ask this question again. I go back to the fact that HR people are smart, and I, of course, be, I, I sound kind of self-gratifying uh, in that in that sense. <laughs> I am an HR person, but um, we're smart people. Like we've been doing this training and development for years. Like, what? Why? We know it didn't work. Like, why? Do, why do we continue doing these things? Like, do, do you guys have a point of view on that? Like, why do we? 
Why do we continue? I, I'm, I'm a little as shocked as you are on that. Um, like back in the late 90s, we already knew training didn't work. Um, we were already trying to add coaching on the back end or some kind of job aid or something to make the coaching, uh, uh, the training learning transfer into the work environment. So I really don't know why we're still doing it, except it's been around forever. It's not bad for really basic skills where you need um, just some uh, foundational information. But aside from that, I actually think it's just kind of easy, time-honored, and so people keep doing it. Like pretty sure, much every sure. HR person knows the transfer of learning is minimal. Well, Lori, right. I think you always yeah. talk about a point, which is, you know, back in the day, if you think about just how organizations were structured, right, there was a 10, 15, maybe your entire career path all within one company, and the pace of change was much slower. And so in some cases, that sort of generalized approach could work because you actually had predictability and an understanding of, like, in two years, this person will need X, Y, and Z skills, right, and didn't have as much changing around you. Whereas if you think about day, you know, whether it's a high growth environment like the startup, that, you know, the startup that you're running, Anthony, or a large enterprise that's going under digital disruption or transformation, the world could look very different in six months, a year. The skills you need are changing. And not only that, even within the roles, the skills are changing. So I think it's that the world has shifted as well, and that pace of change is hard to keep up with a generalized model. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's a good point, I, Christine. I yeah. Yeah. And I think the thing about the coaching approach is it accelerates the learning process. So if you had 10 or 5, 10, 15 years to develop your leadership ability, you can layer a lot of different types of learning. But if you are accelerating a company and you have one, two, three years to become an exceptional leader, now that whole process has to be much faster. Can I say one more thing on it just to make it a little personal? Yeah. Okay. Um, So the story behind Sounding Board is – so. Before Lori and I were co-founders, Lori was actually my coach. And so, um, you know, it's like the hair club for men. Like, I'm not just the president. I'm a client, too. And, um, you know, what happened was um, in my last startup, that company grew super fast. And I went from being just an individual contributor to running our entire global sales team, driving about 70% of the company's revenue in all in less than three years. And I'd never done that job before. Not only that, the company itself was going into new markets probably every year where we didn't know what the business would look like either. And so to me, it was like, there was no playbook for that. And for me personally, as a leader, it was super challenging because I not only had to navigate a lot of those business challenges, but, you know, I had a lot of personal um, sort of developmental areas I had to overcome in order to let me really up-level as a leader. And I think, you know, I, I'm actually one of those people that um, I will Google everything to try and find, like, the tool or the framework or the article that will help me. But there's nothing like these aha moments that Lori and I would generate based on real things I was trying with my team, with my CEO, 
that like really actually ingrained that learning into a behavior that I could maintain over time versus just something that I sort of look at from afar, if that makes sense. Yeah, it absolutely does. And I, I, the personal nature of these things kind of, you know, if you think of, and, and maybe this is the wrong example, but Travis, you know, going out into the streets of San Francisco and not being able to hail a cab and next thing you know, Uber's born. So I, I love that sort of, I felt this pain. I know what it feels like. And there was really no option for me. Um, you folks have been very kind. I'm going to call, I'm going to call BS on the whole thing. And, and that's what we do here. And we don't have time in New York, but I'm going to call BS on the fact that I think for many years we were checking the box in human resources can we get leadership training done? Yes, we can. Check the box. Move on to the next project. We never really looked at whether it was effective or not, and and oftentimes we were. Um, and that's a generalization. Not every HR leader is like that, but I think for a while as a profession, again, I talk a lot about performance reviews. Listen, we were doing yearly performance reviews when we know no one liked it. wasn't working. It lowered productivity. We do a lot of these things, right. like Lori had mentioned, and just because they were done before. Like, no one was ever fired for hiring IBM, right, the old saying. So talk to me about, so how, how does sounding board solve for that? Like, so are you a Grammarly for leadership? Like, am I going to get, you know, a pop-up, uh, you know, maybe this is harking back to the old Microsoft days, like Clippy in my dashboard to tell me I'm doing something <laughs> wrong in my leadership. How, how do you, how do you solve for that, that real time nature? Well, we solve for that by having the technology and the human component um, work it together. So there's, a, who you talk with on a very regular basis. And then there's our technology where you can track all of your insights, your actions that you're taking, the results of those actions, and how those actions um, impact your current organization. So between the kind of recording and tracking of what you're doing and your coach, and not only do you have a coach for longer-term sessions, but you have access to them 24-7 through messaging. So if you're going into a tough meeting, you can message them right before, like, oh, what do I need to remember about this? Or you can message them after, like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I did that right. Here's what I did. Um, so you have access to that sort of uh, trusted advisor all the time. That's incredible. So let me let me repeat that because it's it's landing on ears, and I'm I'm thinking maybe it's the internet glitching, twenty four seven. So I I have the opportunity if I am so it it is almost like a, a Grammarly in that sense where I'm going into one you know one of the hardest things is going into review sessions or or growth conversations or very difficult you know performance type of scenarios. I can talk to my coach as a leader and, you know, is there, is there an SLA? Like, do they respond immediately? Like, how, how does that work? Yeah. So we oh, have, um, yeah. we'll think about it. Like, you know, most people know the tool Slack. So we have chat on our own application. We also have integrations into the most common sort of enterprise communication platforms and Slack is one of them. So, you know, we, you'd install our Slack bot to your Slack team and, you know, lo and behold, wherever you're spending your time during the day, you can also access your coach. Our coaches, on the other hand, are also into a um, Slack environment or a community where 
we have them not only engage with their coaches or the leaders out of that environment, it's also where they engage with us at Sounding Board with each other because we have a really strong coach community. But our coaches are basically sitting in there, you know, during their waking hours. So just like the sort of the expectation of when you get a response back from one of your colleagues is what you could expect from your coach. So how it, it, incredible opportunity for someone to get that real-time coaching. Because that, you know, it, the, the challenge is the HR team, I would imagine I'm looking at a solution like this and saying, oh, but that's me. That should be the HR leader that helps that person. But obviously we have a different point of view. We have a global uh, company point of view where this coach, I assume a certified coach within the sounding board network that is is matched to that individual and is able to help them. It's incredible to get that sort of real, that's the missing piece in leadership and development training is really in that, in that, flow of work, right? That opportunity to, to do that. How has that, how has the current situation, have you seen, given that everyone is now working from home, we have leaders for the first time, um, you know, first time leaders that are now dealing with the dispersed force. Um, how are you seeing the effects of, of the current health crisis uh, affecting your theories around whether it's a future of work or, or leadership? Mary, you want to take that? Oh, okay. I was going to say you. Uh, well, one of the things that's great is we've been operating remotely for quite a few years now, uh, both with our customers because we're a virtual organization, but also um, internally as well. And so we know all the tricks of the trade for keeping folks connected uh, at a distance. And there, there is a big change, actually. If you are walking by people in the office uh, on a daily or hourly basis, it's very different if you only see them on Zoom or talk to them on the phone or message them. Um, and I think this change is actually going to accelerate uh, the remote working situation. Um, if you don't have to commute for two hours and you can still do your job at home, I'm not sure you're really going to want to go back to work. Very true. I, I personally have a commute. I live in New York City. I'm 20 miles away from my office, and it takes me almost a day and a half. Like, I can take a flight to, <laughs> to Florida for less time. It, it's insane. So I, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, if we can kill the commute. New York, it's like L.A. It's just a terrible, terrible place yeah. to commute. What you know, looking at, I'm imagining you you have a bunch of clients now uh, in the system. You have all this data. Did you see any? Was there any aha moment for either of you when you're looking at all this? The behaviors, how people are working with with your solution, the coaching. Was there any aha pieces of data or moments where you said, "Wow, I didn't realize that existed," or you know, just maybe a little nugget for folks that are listening to sort of maybe change the way they coach or, or lead their teams either virtually or, or, or not. Well, I'll start maybe with, the, oh, okay. with some of the data and then Lori, I'm sure can kind of make it real with some anecdotes. Um, so Perfect. we have a capabilities model that is a framework for the development. So because we have a strong focus on leadership development, um, there's, Capabilities where, you know, you could choose from communication, strategic thinking, you know, time management, um, you know, leading uh, teams, high-performing teams. And those are the areas that would drive the focus of the development. 
And as you can imagine, now we have a lot of data that shows what are the most common capabilities that leaders are working on with their code. And, you know, they're not anything that you would surprise you. You know, communication is still top of that list. Strategic thinking, um, being able to sort of manage up and across. And so really being able to influence across constituents and stakeholders. Those are some of the sort of probably the top few capabilities we see folks working on with their coach. And then what they'll do is they'll create really clear and actionable outcomes and key results that they're driving underneath those capabilities. Mm-hmm. And I think that the really two kind of shocking things for me, having been a coach for more than 20 years and in training development before that, One was how many people have highlighted that their confidence increased through coaching. So that's like an underlying um, quality that people need to actually uh, advance in the capabilities that we offer. And I was a little surprised how many people are struggling with that and then how many people felt like that improved by having this, you know, one person they could discuss things with. Uh, the other thing that was completely shocking to me coming from the training background is the growth rate. So we use um, uh, some surveys to tell to show the development, and it's a self-report plus a manager report. And we even I was shocked to find out that in six months, people incru- improve on their leadership capabilities between 30 and 60%. Uh, and that is viewed by the outside, not just by themselves. Wow, I mean that's in, that's incredible, right? If you think about the amount, the effect that you're having, Stocking. these coaches are having. Um, yeah, that, that's it. You know, like there's no training development that I've seen that that can make that claim, right? Like it's just it just didn't right. exist before. It was like, let's get someone in, we did it, great, let's move on, and then you would still struggle with engagement surveys. So that that's great how you sort of tied and data in the sort of EQ side of this, the coaching, the mentoring in real time, and then your, your data out at the end of it to show, hey, we've actually made, uh, made an impact. So that's great. What kind, of, what kind of companies, obviously, you don't, you know, unless you can disclose, but what kind of companies are you working with right now? Is it startups? Are you working with enterprise uh, companies? Yeah, the nice thing is that, to be honest, anybody could really use it. Where we see it being deployed most um, sort of broadly is sort of larger public enterprises. Because if you think about it, you know, 85% of coaching in the past executive coaching went to the highest executive levels. And now what we're doing is we're bringing that model to companies where they can bring that down through the org. So a lot of enterprises that were buying traditional executive coaching really see us as a way to scale that model that they know works down into even, you know, first-time managers. Um, but we also work with a lot of companies like yours, you know, high-growth startups, where that, that was really my story, right? The company grows really quickly. You know, you're elevating leaders that are incredibly talented that you want to not only retain, but you want to up-level their skills. And yet you don't have the same amount of time to be able to give them that training for the skills that they need. So coaching becomes this powerful accelerant. You know, one of the best stories I got from one of our clients um, was their, their manager who was a VP. We were coaching a director and the feedback came that 
you know, this person had gone through coaching with sounding boards. It was the fastest um, sort of path or fastest um, accelerant into being a functional director. So was able to up-level someone into true sort of level behavior that that executive had ever seen. So I think that's the real power of the model because you're applying it to actual day-to-day situations. You can really generate those, we call them aha insights, so that that learning gets really um, sort of absorbed and ingrained into your mindset and behavior is that we actually can accelerate people's skills in a much, much shorter amount of time in a way that's visible to others. That's, that's great. I mean, I, I think, you know, from my perspective, um, being able to scale this type of stuff has always been a challenge. And, and in the past, like I said, we've tried different things, whether it's e-learning, going off-site, um, and not really seeing the results that, that, that even just quantitatively you're looking at, but even just by that story qualitative, uh, that things that you're, that you're taking a look at. So that, that's pretty incredible. Um, being that we're in, um, a very serious coronavirus and, and COVID situation. Um, I want to see if maybe you both can can uh, share one piece of advice for leaders during this time. Um, uh, you know, something where they can maybe something you've learned from 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 coaching all these folks or from from your your coaching experiences. Anything you can like one piece of advice they can they could take away that they're going to pick up their pens right now. We'll give them a pause for two seconds. Pick up your pens, or if I'm getting if that, that's an okay, if that's too much okay, boomer, you know, put in your Evernote or whatever it is your your Google Doc. Um, can you provide one piece of advice? So we'll go to you first, and then and then Lori. What would you advise folks that are trying to manage this work from home situation as maybe first time or even experienced leaders? Yeah, so I think you're having me go first. So um, I actually wrote about this on LinkedIn, and maybe it's because, you know, I'm going through it myself as a working parent. But I think really being able to normalize and make visible just how challenging this is for all of us, and that this is literally something that nobody and no leader has ever experienced, right? You know, the, the, the depth and sort of the um, how large this impact is, is something that we've all never seen. And so for me, what's been really helpful is giving yourself a little bit of grace and knowing that, you know, you're not going to get to everything. You're going to have to lower your own expectations of your productivity. Um, you're going to have to get help maybe sharing a little bit more about yourself personally in a work environment than you might have in the past. Um, but the silver lining to that, I think, is that, you know, I've seen sort of more connection and humanity and leadership, I feel, in the last few weeks than I've ever seen in my entire career. And so I think it's really important for leaders to give themselves that grace, but also to be comfortable modeling that a bit for their teams to help them know that it's okay so they don't themselves burn out. I, I love that. And Lori, we'll go to you in a second, but I just wanted to comment. I, I think you're absolutely right as a leader and also someone that coaches other leaders, you know, just like literally having Zoom background into your apartment or your house, um, people are becoming psychologically uh, naked in that sense, you know, not literally, hopefully, you know, we don't, want, that's a whole nother, whole nother podcast. Um, there was a great book years ago written by Benjamin Zander, who was the, um, he was the maestro of the Boston Philharmonic. 
and he wrote a book called The Art of Possibility. And one of the chapters was called, called It's All Invented. And the whole point of the chapter is we're all making this shit up as we go, right? Like That's everyone. Right. Right. So don't worry about it. We're making it up. Let's make it up together. I, I absolutely love that. That's great advice. Lori, for, for on your side, having coached and, and now part of a startup that's doing coaching, one thing that you would provide our listeners as they battle through this work from home and, and this leadership from afar scenario. Oh, no, I couldn't hear your name there. That's the most out of your Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We might be. She has dropped. She has dropped the mic. Whatever she said was so awesome that she dropped, <laughs> literally dropped her mic and, uh, and let go. You're going to okay. have to come um, to the mounting board website to find out. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Click. Demand Jen, demand Jen. Go yeah. Um, all right. If we can get Lori back on, <clears throat> totally cool. Um, we're almost done anyway. We, you know, that's sort of some of our parting conversations and, and tips. Um, so if, if folks, I think Lori is back. Hold on. Let's get her back. Here we go. Lori, are you back? You're back in. I think you dropped there, Lori. Can you hear us? I think it's really important. Oh, bummer. That's all right. all right. We're putting Lori on mute. Sorry, Lori. Um, so how can folks get in touch with you, Christine, and, and Sounding Board? How do they reach out? How do they start in, you know, looking into working with, uh, with, your, with you and your folks? Yeah, so um, our website is pretty straightforward. It's com. Um, the other thing I have to highlight and give a shout out to our marketing team is that, you know, for time during COVID, we also launched um, what we call sound bites. So quick bite-sized short form video all about helping leaders navigate this new world of work. Um, we've just seen that there were so many resources and guides and webinars out there for folks, which are incredible. But personally, we were having challenges being able to find time to digest all of that. Um, so if you go to our site and our blog, you'll also be able to be able to access videos that can hopefully help everyone during this time. Um, and then, of course, you can reach out to us at any time. Hello at soundingboardinc.com. Or um, an easy hack is founders always just use their first name as an email. So reach out to me, Christine, at soundingboardinc.com. <laughs> A little secret. Lori, did we get you back? Are you back in? Okay. Yeah, I'm bringing up. It's okay. Um, well, great, Christine. It was so great having you and Lori on the show today. Uh, hopefully, folks, you learned something a little bit about leadership training. Start thinking a little bit different uh, about all these things. Let's stop checking the box that we've done this thing and really start getting the return on, on investment for these programs that we have. And in fact, what does it hurt trying to reach out to Christine and Lori? Let's try this out. Let's be agile. Let's see if it works. I think, you know, thinking about a Grammarly for leadership development is a very powerful solution. Uh, and I think it's something that could potentially change uh, your, your business. And, and again, the idea is that we want happy employees. We want engaged employees. They want to feel growth. You know, we, we know all the metrics that need to, to happen for businesses to succeed. And so having an investment like this sounds like a really great opportunity to create leadership and development uh, at your organization. So, um, Christine, thank you so much for, for joining us. Lori, I'm sorry I'm muting you, but thank you, too. Uh, <laughs> 
we had some technical difficulties, but I think it's okay. Um, any parting thoughts, Christine, before we jump off? Look, I just um, appreciate the conversation today and, you know, have been thinking a lot about all of the folks out in New York as we watch the news and just hope everyone is staying safe and staying well. And, you know, I think together, this is how we get out of this crisis. And that's been the best part, seeing all of that activity happening across companies. Great. I love it. Yes, everyone, please stay safe. Reach out to me if you need anything. And uh, have a great, great weekend. Thanks, Christine. Thanks, Lori. Okay. Bye. Bye, Anthony. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.